Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another segment of That's What He Said. Welcome back, Dan. Having a sip of my lemon, lemon hot water. <laughs> okay, so we are back with more questions from you guys. So I had an Instagram question box, and we received some questions. And so this one is on boundaries, and there wasn't a ton of context around it. So we're going to do our own little navigating of the question, and it was basically navigating personal boundaries within a relationship. What are your thoughts on that? It's a great question. I I feel that when it comes to personal boundaries for us, it's just it's a mutual understanding. It, it's quite easy. We have built a relationship, the foundations and the values where our boundaries are just understood. We mm-hmm. we know each other really well. Uh, we're very similar uh, in what we do, and I, f- I feel like our boundaries are just understood by each other. However. Um, we want to address it. We want to talk about um, maybe some other relationships that are struggling with uh, healthy boundaries. And yeah, and I think we will kick it off with it's all about communication. Mm-hmm. It's all about having an understanding uh, of each other and what we expect of one another and communicating that beforehand. Uh, and if it does happen, communicating it at the time mm-hmm. that whatever's happened, if someone has overstepped a boundary, that we communicate it, we talk about it, and we resolve it in a healthy way. Mm. So I think that's something we can talk about today. Yeah, definitely. I love that. And just going back to what you said about us knowing each other, I think if you are not in a relationship yet, I think one of the most important things you can do is get to know yourself, get to know your values, and really what you're personally looking for in a relationship so that it's more aligned like how Dan was talking about how we are is we don't necessarily need to communicate hey this is a boundary for me because we're so value aligned it's just it comes naturally like Mm -hmm. I was saying hypothetically to him like imagine like what would you do if I got super drunk and my phone died and I didn't come home and it was it's laughable to us because that would never happen it just wouldn't happen and I think that's the importance of you know in the selection process of knowing what type of relationship you want to get into it's like I'm not a big advocate of changing people so when someone shows me their behavior I tend to just be like that's for me or that's not for me um 
and we've shared many times our story, but there was something that happened early in our relationship where I saw behavior that just wasn't congruent for me. It wasn't the type of you know behavior that was going to be in alignment for me. So for example, we went out clubbing, there was like drugs involved, things like that. And I was just like, no, this is, we're done. I'm just, I'm not available for this because I wasn't interested in changing him. It's like, if this is who you are, then you go ahead and be who you are and you can find someone that is going to be accepting of that. I'm not in the business of being like, mm. oh, I can change him. And I think that's probably one of the biggest mistakes that women make. It's funny you brought that up because I was just thinking about that. Really? Uh, we, we didn't discuss what, what specific thing we could talk about, but that mm. was probably one of the biggest ones for mm. us. Mm. Before we were together officially, um, that was probably the, the big boundary put in place where it was, a, it was a, you ended it on the spot pretty much. <laughs> the words of her words that shattered me into a million pieces where I can't entertain this. Mm. So that's an example of how we did, uh, well, you did put uh, a healthy boundary in place to protect yourself because, you know, it, it wasn't a great environment that night. And although it wasn't me doing it, it was my my network. It mm. was my, um, my friends. So... Yeah, that was a big wake-up call for me to go, yeah, I, I am past this. And I knew I was past all that, but I was still hanging around and it was still lingering in that, that kind of world. Mm. And I think this is where, you know, it's really important to, number one, for Mars to know what she wants. And she know, she had a daughter and I'm coming into her life and that's, she knew that that was just unacceptable. So that was a boundary that she had in place, but she followed through with that boundary. She didn't just go, oh, well, it wasn't him, you know. But no, she just said on the spot at that time, I'm really sorry, tonight's been great, but I can't entertain this. And she went home and I was shattered. But this is, um, I guess, where the healthy masculinity comes in. We can talk about that. We talked about masculinity and, and the dynamics last episode. But this is where you show your true colors. There was a part of me that wanted to go, well, fuck you and go and get on it and have a big night out. But then there was a better version of me that was just sat with it. I felt the emotions and I was like, what? Like, that's not me. And I went home and I thought about it and I didn't react in the moment. I just got a cab home and I actually sent her a text message and said the next day, I said, thank you so much for for saying what you did. It really showed me that um, I need to close that door. And I can't remember the words exactly that I used, but it was a wake-up call. And I had no intention of, of getting her back in saying that. It was just an honest uh, um, honest reflection of myself. And I was like, I'm not the man I need to be to have the woman of my dreams. And that was something that I had to take upon myself and not just say those things. I really meant it. And that's where I made that decision that I'm, I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to go away and I'm going to improve myself. I'm not going to hang around. I'm going to close those doors. And to this day, that, that door has been closed and, and it was a pivotal pivotal time for me and, and a big change. Mm. So, you know, that's an, an example of, of Mars putting those boundaries in place and then me respecting those boundaries and, and making the decision to, you know, to follow them and, and improve myself. So that's how our relationship was able to, yeah, we're, we're better I'd off. love to comment on that too because yeah. yeah so when I said that it, it wasn't coming from the energy of like I'm gonna say that so he can change or it wasn't a request it was and this is where you know for the women like know your boundaries so much and be so grounded in your worth 
that it is completely objective. It doesn't matter if he is the most amazing, the most gorgeous, the richest, the most chivalrous. Like It doesn't matter who the person is. You don't make an exception for your boundary. Your boundary is your boundary because it's rooted in your self-respect. It's not subjective to the situation. So when I said that to him, it was such a quick, like, closed door for me. And I believe that when you behave in that way, the universe or God or whatever you subscribe to rewards you. And because you are putting out into the world what you feel that you are worthy of. And I knew that I was worthy of having somebody who was not in that lifestyle. And when Dan messaged me the next day, um, what I respected was you you didn't say like, you're the girl of my dreams, I'm going to change. It was like, you are the type of girl that I want to be with. And I know I need to step it up to be with a woman like you. It wasn't about me. It was about him moving towards a future that he wanted. It was, it could have been me. It could have been somebody else, but that, um, the boundary that I put in place allowed him to move into this elevated version of himself, whether I was going to be present for that or not. He was going to be moving towards that future. And I think that's really important. As women, we tend to give people chances and be like, oh, well, I'll just tell him this. And no, in your indecisiveness and in your lack of boundaries, you are showing that man that you are willing to take the scraps or whatever he has, and you are willing to accept unacceptable behavior and that you are not confident enough and feel worthy enough to be like, hey, that's not for me. You live in such abundance to be like, that's not for me and have trust in God that you're going to be provided the man that is for you. Um, And so you have to be willing to say no to what is not good for you. And I think that's where boundaries um, really come in. And and then you did make those changes and you you changed pretty dramatically. Yeah. And that's, uh, again, by having that firm boundary, you would have, I was able to show my true colors. If I wasn't able to man up, if I wasn't able to, you know, reflect in that way, I would have shown you who I really was. Mm. For example, you know, I could have, I could have gone the other way. Mm-hmm. And then you, because you put that boundary in place, you'd be like, thank God I didn't go there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it goes both ways. It's giving them an opportunity to, to man up and show you who they are, or the other way around, if it's, if it's uh, the other way around. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just... Yeah, and yeah. I, I want to make another comment because, you know, we post a lot about relationship stuff and, you know, there's all obviously people have like contrasting opinions and I always like post things that make people think and one of the reels that I did, it, it was got circulated quite a bit and it was about a man doesn't, um, you know, uh, rest where he finds beauty, it's where he finds peace. Um, and uh, there was a lot of comments like, no, a man settles when he is ready. And that's true. That is, that's true. However, the, um, other part of that is you can inspire him to be ready by you being unavailable to him. This is what women don't understand is sometimes the most, um, 
compelling thing you can do is be unavailable. Like we're just so freaking available. We're just so open and we're just so like, oh yeah, I'll go out with you that it just, we, we can like, for example, if I had entertained that that night, maybe we would have like, you know, gone and drinking and da da da, and, and there would have been no reason for you to elevate. Yeah, you but, s- we set a standard. We yeah, we set, set a, standard, a standard. A lower standard. Yeah. And so. so, yeah, so I think, yes, men settle when they're ready, but you can also be that, um, you can instigate that, that readiness to settle. 100%. So then how would you communicate a boundary? Like, let's say now you're in a relationship with someone, like we're in a relationship. We don't tend to have to do this because of the reasons we said, we just know each other so well, we're very value aligned. But let's say in the situation where, mm. you know, I'm out and I don't come home or whatever the situation is where you feel like a boundary has been violated, how would you communicate that? I think it's all in the approach and because the last thing you want to do is, is cause conflict and if you attack, it'll get, be met with conflict. So I think we do this very well and, and I learned that from you and that's just communicating how you feel, not you did this to me. And so say, for example, I like, I can't believe you did that to me last night, but it's going to end bad. It's just going to escalate. But if we can come from a place of love and go, hey, uh, I hope you had a great night last night, but just want to let you know this is how I felt. I felt really upset and I felt, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, blank. Mind blank. Anyway, but just coming from a place of love and, and just saying this is how I felt um, and then see where they go from there and putting in place, like, I, I really appreciate it. If we, you know, are able to avoid doing that in the future, if you want to have a night out, let me know in advance, organize it, plan it, say, hey, we're going to be staying the night and you can you can plan that night. But just it's all in the communication like we spoke about in the beginning mm-hmm. and how you communicate it, when you communicate it, the tonality of how you communicate it. You don't go in a place of telling them off and, and don't play victim because it won't end well. Mm. Abandonment is what I, the word I was looking for before. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I, I agree with that. I think it's the way that you communicate it and always taking full ownership for your emotions. And that's a big one. Um, you know, that I, I work through with my clients is it's not about you made me feel like there's so much wrong with that statement. Like number one, you're giving that person ultimate power because like they made you feel nobody is in your body effing with the chemistry in your body. That's you. That's only you based on your observation of the external world. So we are fully uh, responsible for our emotions. And so when we say, when you did this, I felt like this. Um, and we communicate how we feel and we take full ownership. I think that allows the other person to be like, okay, as a result of this, my partner was feeling like this. And if this person genuinely cares for you, that they're going to want to change their behavior. But even a good person will feel defensive if you're like, I can't believe you did that last night, like da 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 da. And this is where our emotional control is so important. And I know this is, it requires a level of work to be able to be feeling like someone hurt you, someone violated you, someone maybe abandoned you, may, triggered all this stuff in you, and then for you to still come from a calm place and be like, listen, I really wanted to talk to you about what happened last night. I'm not really sure what happened, but 
when you didn't come home, what came up for me was, and there's like different phrases and language that we can use to communicate to our partner. And I think this is especially important for women. And we did a whole training on this in the Academy on Feminine Communication, because when the feminine is talking to the masculine, I always say to my girls, like how you say it and how he hears it are could be like two different languages. Mm. Like you might say something like, you know, saying that he didn't do something or you wish he did something and he's literally hearing in his ears like you're a piece of shit. Like the way that it is received and the way that you are trying to say it are two different things. So if we care about our partners and we do have to be proactive in the way that we do speak to them. And I'm very conscious of doing that with Dan because number one, I know that he is sensitive. He has a big range in his masculine and feminine energy, but he, he is sensitive and I never want to um, hurt him. Like I know that as his soon to be wife, I hold a lot of control over um, his emotions, just as most marriages, most relationships, the husband or the wife or the girlfriend or the boyfriend holds the most control over that person's emotions. Why would we want to abuse that? Like why? You know, and, and that just sh- you, speaks to the point of, you know, hurt people hurt people. It's like when we're hurt, sometimes we want the other person to suffer. But like, for what? What's the end goal of that? So now you're both in pain. Like there's Mm. literally no, there's no winning from that. So when it comes to communicating the boundaries, what I always advise people is to communicate how something made you feel without saying you, take you out of the equation. Um, And then also saying things like what came up for me was or what this triggered in me was because you have to understand that your emotions are not fact. Sometimes you can feel a certain way and it be like an old pattern like trauma from, from your past and here you are lashing out on your partner because it feels reminiscent of that when it's not at all like in um, an accurate response to the situation at hand. So coming into the conversation and being like, hey, this is what how this is what came up for me, this is how I felt. Or sometimes I say, and I even say this to my team, I'll say, like, um, this is how I feel. I am not saying at all that this is like real life. Like this, I'm not saying that I'm justified in feeling this, but this is how I feel. Because right there, you're taking the blame out of it. You're not accusing people. You're taking radical responsibility for your own emotions. And then that person is not on their defense. And then they're much more likely, if they're a healthy, emotionally well person, to be like, hmm, my partner is communicating a pain. I'd like to fix that. Like, I'd like Mm -hmm. to make that go away. And if you're in a healthy relationship, that will be the natural response. Yeah. And you you mentioned the academy there, so I'm just going to take this opportunity because I think it's a good time to to have a little plug and recommend that if you aren't already in Master's Academy, the EQ Academy, I'm able to get the VIP treatment behind the scenes and (laughs) and help Mars with with creating her content and and I get to see the testimonials and the transformations that happen and it really is phenomenal when you understand this stuff and when you can implement it into your own life, it is phenomenal. The the breakthroughs that I've seen uh, have just been just mind-blowing, the changes in women's lives. So 
Uh, we're going to put the link in the show notes for the academy. If that's some, if these are some of the things, if, if something's coming up for you while we're talking about this and you go, hey, yeah, that's me. If you're reactive, if, if you feel like this is an area you can improve, I can 100% guarantee you, you are going to have great results by, by joining the academy. So we'll throw the link in, in the show notes as well. Um, otherwise, you can go to miyakicoaching.com forward slash EQ Academy. And, and you can join the academy there. I just want to, I thought it was a good time to, to put a Thanks, plug. Thanks, my love. And also, if you have any questions, like I'm always online, you can just shoot me a question if you have any specific questions about the academy or the content that we have in there. And um, I'm happy to discuss it further. So is there anything else that you would add? Like, okay, I have another question. So in regards to boundaries, like if you've communicated a boundary to someone, maybe you haven't done it in the most eloquent way, but you've communicated your boundary to your partner and it feels like they just keep crossing it. What would you do? Well, it's definitely got to be brought up again. I think I think the next time it's just outlining what has happened. Just, hey, um, you know, I just want to let you know that last time this happened, it made me feel this way and I thought we had made an agreement that this wasn't going to happen again and it seems to have happened again and I just I just feel really betrayed and I feel like it, it's not improving. I'm not saying that it's true but that's how I'm feeling right now and and lead it from there. Um, I, I, I feel like that would be the, the best way mm. to approach it. You have mm. to address it mm. three times and I start to get a little bit more short. <laughs> third time say hey this is three times now yeah enough's enough or like yeah it's it's gonna stop yeah so yeah boundaries obviously only work if people are respecting them and people are enforcing them um so my take on like communicating boundaries is yes communicate the boundary and you know like i said if you're in a healthy relationship i would be expecting the person to be respecting it the other thing, especially for the women out there, I would say is like the boundary that you are communicating, like I'm going to work off the premise that you are a healthy, emotionally well, psychologically well human being and that, you know, your boundary is reasonable, right? Now, if for some reason your partner seems to not be able to maintain this boundary, respect this boundary for you, I would be going into as to why, like, and coming in from the collaborative and um, solution focused perspective of, listen, Dan, like, I feel like we've talked about this before and I'm just not seeing any changes and I'm finding myself feeling like X, Y, Z. Like, is there something that I could do to support you in like maintaining this boundary X, Y, Z? Is there something that is preventing you from, like, get curious. This is the thing. Like, when we come in to discussion with our partner, a lot of the time, because we are in, like, putting out fire mode and we're raising kids and we're running businesses and we're doing, like, we just, like, jump to the solution. We just expect and we make all these assumptions in conversation. But, like, what if you got curious and you were like, hey, is there a reason that this isn't happening or how can I support you? Or is there something else that's stopping you from doing this? Like, I want to know because when you offer that support, again, assuming that your partner is psychologically well, they're going to feel so supported. Maybe they're going to open up to you in a different way about something else and you have more data to work with. And so I always like going into things, assuming the best of people. I think when you assume the best of people, you that's generally what you get from people and 
I always assume the best of Dan. Um, and I think, you know, like that's why we've never really had trust issues and all that kind of stuff. I just like assume the best. I mean, like, why would I be with him if I didn't assume that he was loyal and this and that? And like, you know, because I've worked on myself to have that level of self-respect that that is my bare minimum. Like if I'm guessing for a second, he's talking to someone, the relationship is done. We don't need to go through each other's phones. We don't need to, there's literally like, that's how firm I am with boundaries. So in regards to like enforcing the boundaries, there, there also has to be, I always say that it's nobody's responsibility to maintain the boundary, to respect your boundary, but it is your responsibility to act accordingly when they don't. So if some, if Dan was habitually violating a boundary of mine, there needs to be a consequence, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I think that's too broad to even discuss. I wouldn't even know how to talk about that unless we had a specific example in front of us, but I just think that your word doesn't mean anything until you actually act upon it. I.e., I had this idea of who the man I was going to be with. I saw some behavior that was not in alignment with that. My The consequence of that was I removed myself from the situation. No questions asked, right? So know what your boundaries are and then be willing to have some kind of within reason consequence of when people don't respect your boundaries. Mm, 100%. And if there is something specific that you are dealing with and you need help, reach out to us, send her a message. And we could organize a time for you to have a chat with her and maybe she could help you navigate uh, for your specific uh, issue that you're facing. Um, But there, I think that's about it from us on on that topic. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for the questions. Keep them coming. We have a couple more coming through. So we will see you next week on That's What He Said. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.